You are listening to Ideas and Leaders podcast. I'm Elena Paventa, Executive Communication Coach and TEDx Organizer. With each episode, I'll share with you communication tips and ideas from top business leaders to help you excel in your career. Welcome to the next episode of Ideas in Leaders podcast. Today, my guest is Shelley Levko. She is a founder of Revolutionary Levko Method, and she helps to get rid of hidden limiting beliefs, which is very interesting. And this is what we are going to discuss today. Hi, Shelley. It's great to have Bye. Ideas and Leaders. Great to be here. Thanks for having me. So, Shelley, can you tell us in the beginning a little bit about your method? How did you come up with this and what it is all about? Okay. So, actually, my late husband came up with it. Um, he was on what he calls a spiritual, intellectual journey to uncover why people knew what to do and didn't do it or knew what not to do and did it. So people know that if you eat healthily and exercise, you'll live longer, you'll feel better, and yet they don't do it. We know that we want to have successful businesses, and yet we procrastinate or we don't do what we know we should do. So there's all we, we get into relationships knowing going in that it's not a good relationship, and we still do it, you know. We make New Year's resolutions, and we don't keep them. So he was looking at his own life. You know, things were always going to turn out. That last minute, they wouldn't turn out. And so anyway, he was on a plane going to California to pitch uh, a client. He was in um, doing consulting, and he started journaling. And at the end of the flight, he had come up with the philosophy. Now, I'm going back, Elena, 30 years ago. So today, everybody knows pretty much that you can't make change without changing beliefs. In those days, people used to say beliefs, like religious beliefs, like what do you mean beliefs? So the theory is that all of your behavior, emotions, and reality come from your beliefs. People who believe life is hard have hard lives. You know, if you believe that water is boiling, you're not going to put your hand in it. So our lives are consistent with our beliefs. So underlying virtually every unwanted pattern, and by that I mean procrastination, uh, not speaking up for yourself, fear of public speaking, not taking risks and chances, all of those patterns are caused by these beliefs that we have. And I'll tell you what they are and how they get formed and all of that. But I want to start with what I mean when I say beliefs. A belief is a statement about reality that we hold as the truth. So it's not wishy-washy. It's not mm, sometimes. A belief is a statement about reality that we think is the truth truth. So if it is the truth, by definition, a belief limits you. Because if this is true, something else is not. So we 
form these beliefs and they inform everything we do. And when you get rid of them, miracles happen beyond imagination. <laughs> and it's vast. Yeah. So why does it happen? I mean, I believe that training and, and eating healthy is very good for me. But why does it happen that sometimes we don't live according to this belief? What, uh, so other beliefs. what stays in the way? Other beliefs. So I believe that exercise will keep me young, right? And healthy. I also believe that being on this planet not vital is untenable to me. So that belief informs the other belief. In other words, so I believe the most important thing is being healthy, alive, and vital. I want to go to Hawaii. My daughter lives in Hawaii. So I want to go to Hawaii. And when my daughter says she want to go for a hike, I don't say how long, how far, how high. I just say, yes, that's very important to me, right? To be able to live a full life. And so I work out six, seven days. Now I play pickleball, so I play um, at least once a day. Um, but I have worked out consistently six days a week for most of my life. I believe that friendship is the most important thing in the world. So sometimes I put friendship above business, right? Um, I believe that fun. I had a mother who told me that fun is the most important thing. So I prioritize fun sometimes over business. And if that were a problem, then I would look at that. But it balances out. I also believe in everybody listening. I want you to hear this if you hear nothing. If you had plants in your house, would you ever water just one and not the others? Yeah, I think we are watering all the plants. <laughs> right, because the others would die, right? Yeah. But yet, a lot of us only water one plant or two plants. So maybe we take care of our health and we take care of our business, but we don't take care of our, you know, we don't spend time with our families or we don't have hobbies or we don't take care of ourselves. Maybe you just take care of your business or maybe you ignore your business. Or So you have to water all the plants so that they're all vital and alive. And it's our beliefs that keep us doing that. So if you believe, so here's a good entrepreneur belief. If you're a workaholic, your belief might be what I'm not good enough, which is the most common belief that people have. What makes me good enough is achieving things. So this beach ball called I'm not good enough has to stay underwater because nobody wants to look at that, right? Or I'm not important. That's the second most common belief. What makes me good enough is achieving things. So as long as I'm achieving, this beach ball stays underwater. I'm good enough because I'm achieving. I'm achieving. But it's going to keep coming up. That's why behavior is driven. Yeah, yeah. And uh, this is a, a very relevant, especially about achieving. Uh, it resonates with 
<laughs> with me a lot. And uh, it is so interesting to see that all our behaviors, they are actually driven by certain beliefs, by certain things that, that we believe in. So how, how do you understand that you have to work with a certain belief? How do you find out where, where is this belief that is, made, that is causing certain problems? Yeah. So that's my job. And I will tell you. And, and I also want to say the two biggest patterns with entrepreneurs are either workaholic, workaholism, or procrastination. <laughs> so a or lot both. of us, or both, right. But a, lo a lot of us look at, um, you know, Instagram or, you know, we're very busy. You know, we, we go to do something, we don't want to do it. And so we get busy answering emails, you know, getting distracted. And then all of a sudden you go, God, I still didn't get my product out. And I'm going to tell you. You're probably watching me how I do things because <laughs> everything you tell is about me. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's most people. Um, so the five most common beliefs, and I'm going to give you all access to eliminate one of them for free. The five most common beliefs and are, I'm not good enough. I'm not important. Now, I want, you, I want to just show you something because I'm going to show you how you know you have a belief. So everybody take a deep breath. Say, I'm not good enough. Out loud. I'm not good enough. Now say, I'm a monkey. I'm a monkey. So when you say, I'm a monkey, obviously that feels silly. So when you said, I'm not good enough, how does it feel to say it? I'm a monkey felt, immediately felt wrong. But I'm not good enough was like, mm. yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I think that because everyone has some part of them that they feel they're not, not good enough in something. So they might relate. Yeah, but that's no, 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 no. Very, very, very different. I'm not good enough marketing. That's true. I'm not. I don't, it's not my joy. It's not my wheelhouse. Mm -hmm. It's not anything I want to be good at. That has nothing to do with I'm not good enough. See, most of us think we're human, we're human doings, not human beings. Your good enoughness has nothing to do with what you do or don't do, right? Who you are is whole and complete and good enough. So if you said I'm not good enough and it didn't feel good, then you know you have the belief. So the first way you know you have a belief is either it doesn't feel good to say it, it feels yucky because it's really just words, or it's it just feels true, okay? So I'm going to tell you the five most common beliefs that underlie procrastination, fear of public speaking, a lot of patterns, okay? There's more, but this is not many more, but these are the five. Now, you may know that your beliefs are silly. You may have evidence that they're not true and still believe it. And when you go through the process, you'll see why that's true. I've worked with five Harvard PhDs who had the belief, I'm stupid. They know they're not stupid, but they still believe it, okay? I think that this is the PhD thing because I, I, I'm a PhD as well and working in the academic world, and uh, pe when people are surrounded by super smart people, they have this that, oh, maybe I'm, I'm not so smart as they are. <laughs> That's right. 
That's absolutely. So when you get rid of these beliefs, that totally goes away. I had the fifth belief, and I'll tell you what it is. I mean, I've had all of them, but I'm not good enough. I'm not important. Mistakes and failures are bad. And if you think you don't have that belief, ask yourself this question. When I make a mistake or fail, and you got to tell yourself the truth, do I say, way to go, Shelly, that was a great learning opportunity, or do I beat myself up? And if you beat yourself up, it's because you have the belief mistakes and failures are bad. If I make a mistake or fail, I will be rejected. It's another belief. And he... Here's the one that when I got rid of this belief in one session, permanently forever, my life changed. What makes me good enough is having other people think well of me. I no longer define my good enoughness, my worth, my value by what other people think of me. So it's not like I don't care. I mean, if my kids didn't think, didn't love me, I would be devastated. If my best friend said, I don't want to be your friend anymore, I'd be very sad. So it's not that you don't care. It's, it no longer means anything about you. So if I speak in front of 600 people, not everybody's going to like me. It, I promise you, <laughs> you know, and I will take feedback. I'm open. I love to hear what people have to say, but I no longer invalidate myself if somebody doesn't think well of me. So that's that's a huge belief to get rid of. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And yeah, um, yeah we have um, 19 self-esteem belief product where you can interact with a video and it's incredibly inexpensive because we want to make this available to all the people who can't work with me or, you know, my facilitators. Um, and it's very powerful. Yeah, wow. It's, it is really interesting how to how to actually get rid of those beliefs because sometimes we, um, we understand that something stands in the way of, of us, you know, achieving success in business or it, having a great relationship or something else that, that we want to achieve, but we don't know how to how to actually get rid of it. I know recently, I want to tell you a story that recently I listened to uh, Tony Robbins' uh, lecture about changing your identity, that you need to change what's what you think about yourself, and then you will you will change your behaviors. I think that this is very in line with with what you teach. And I said uh, I decided to to work on changing my workout habits because I I was when I was traveling I never uh, I stopped my workout routine, and um, it was really not not very good for my fitness. So I went, I traveled recently to California. I booked a hotel with a gym in San Francisco. And I said, I will be working out during my travels because I never did. And it was not a good idea. 
But then when I came to the hotel, although I did all the work and I, yes, I'm changing my identity. I'm working out when I'm traveling. Nothing happened. I, I did not visit the gym even once. Beautiful. I think that some beliefs, they are so deep inside that we just, even if we want to break them, it is so hard. Yeah. So, yeah. So, sweetheart, be- number one, Elena, beliefs are not deep inside. Beliefs are all in your head. They're not deep inside. They're right in here. Okay. And, and there is a reason, and I'm going to tell you what it is in a minute, why most things don't work to eliminate beliefs and why mine does. Um, we have a book coming out uh, in June called Hitting the Wall, Eliminate the Beliefs that Sabotage Your Business and Your Life. And it walks you through the whole process. Um Here's the thing. You come into this world as a little ball of consciousness and you don't have any of these beliefs. But you look at mom, you look at dad, you look at your family, mom and mom or dad and dad, whatever your family looks like, and kids ask why. Why are mom and dad struggling? I guess money is scarce and hard to get. And here's the thing. It feels like you're seeing that belief in the world. So when I say to people, I have clients in every country around the world, doesn't it seem like you saw life is hard. Money is scarce and hard to get. I'm not good enough. And they say, yes, I saw it. Now, you cannot not believe something you think you saw. It's impossible to not believe something you think you see. That's why you believe in Santa Claus for eight years until all of a sudden you go, wait a minute, that's my dad. Or wait a minute, there's Santa Claus is all over the place. Whatever it is, in that moment you see, I never saw Santa Claus, I made that up. That belief goes away and never comes back. So if your parents ignore you or don't pay attention to you, people say, yes, I saw I'm not important. I'm not important doesn't have a color, shape, or location. And anything you could see has a color, shape, and location. You can't see I'm not important. You could see your parents not paying attention to you. You could see your father criticize you. You could see your parents struggle financially. You can see living in poverty. You can see your environment, but beliefs cannot be seen. So once you look at the pattern, what it is that I want to work on, fear of public speaking has 10 beliefs and what we call three conditionings, fear of criticism, fear of not living up to an expectation, fear of rejection. So there's It's the only pattern where every single person has the same beliefs. And we can get rid of it very quickly, four sessions, so permanently. Because once those beliefs go away, fear of public speaking goes away. And so you have to know what the pattern is, what the specific beliefs that underlie the pattern is. And that's what my whole book is about. Um, I have a book. I wrote it with... um, with a serial entrepreneur uh, who's very successful. And um, his name was Vanya Premian. 
And our whole book is about what specific patterns do entrepreneurs have, what beliefs underlie those patterns, and how to get rid of them. I'm so interested in reading your book. So you're saying that it will be out in June. And uh, if you have a pre-sale or a link to share where we can we can buy your book, then we'll definitely share it under our podcast episode so that our listeners can, can get it as well. And uh, so what would you recommend to our listeners? So we discussed that that we all have beliefs that they're in our heads and we have those uh, several beliefs that are really standing in the way of uh, achieving our goals. So what would you recommend to our listeners? How can they start this process? How to find which beliefs they have and how to eliminate yeah. them? Yeah. So go. So the first thing is go to eliminate beliefs dot com and you can eliminate one of the three most common beliefs that you have now underlying basically as i say procrastination fear of public speaking imposter syndrome are the most fundamental self-esteem beliefs so when you get rid of i'm not good enough i'm not important I'm not capable. I don't have what it takes. Mistakes and failures are bad. If I make a mistake or fail, I'll be rejected. I'm not worthy. You know, whatever it is, when you get rid of those beliefs and you start having confidence, the rest flows. Because once you have confidence, you can say things like, I don't know, or I'm not good at this. How can I learn it? You know, how can I get help? When you get rid of the beliefs, I'm not important, or what I have to say is not important. These are all beliefs on our natural confidence program. What I have to say is not important. You're not going to speak up in meetings. You're not going to ask for what you want. If you have a belief, I have to do things on my own. You're not going to ask for help. So all of these beliefs in this program are the beliefs you need to get rid of for almost every pattern that you can have, even relationship issues, right? If you believe I'm not good enough or um, uh, um, what I have to say is not important, you're just going to not speak. So even if it's dating um, or how you allow yourself to be treated in a relationship. Um, I had a client yesterday who said, it's so funny, she said, I'm not just speaking up to my employees now. <laughs> she said, I started speaking up to my husband. And this was very funny. She had, this is great. So her husband is into antiques and he buys a lot of antiques for the house. And he's always been the one to furnish the house and do all that stuff. So she has a session with me and he buys this very expensive antique chair. And he never runs anything by her, and it's always been fine with her. So she walks in the house, and he says, oh, I just bought this chair, and it was a lot of money. And she goes, you bought that without consulting me first? I, and she read it, and, and he, she said, he was like standing there in shock, like, what, what happened to my wife? <laughs> so 
the the new behavior is very effortless and it's like once a belief goes away it's just there's just change you know and it's i always say i'm a results girl and how many of you listening have gone to workshops and learned great stuff it's exactly what you said elena I, I went and I learned all about marketing and I learned this and I learned that and I, it was really good content and then come home and the notes are in the drawer and nothing changes. Yeah. Nothing. And this is so common. It's because your beliefs are in the way. So once you get rid of beliefs, now you can go and take these workshops and you will do what they tell you to do. Because people think that you make change with information and motivation. I'm going to find out everything I need to do. I'm going to get all jazzed and motivated. I'm going to go to Tony Robbins and I'm going to come out. And I'm, going to, I'm going to be like this and yes, and I'm going to change and blah, blah. I'm going to go to the gym and, and, and I'm going to get a hotel with the gym and I'm going to bring my gym clothes. And then you get there and nothing. I love that story. It was perfect. But when you look at, what do I believe? And it's logical. What do you think, what might you, what might somebody believe? Wants to work out, is committed to work out, goes through all that and then doesn't. What do you think you, what did you do instead of working out? I worked a lot. I had a lot of meetings and uh, I just, I, I'm just coming back exhausted and just, I don't have time because I work a lot. So I don't have time. So the belief is that work is more important than my body, than taking care of myself, right? And the belief is what makes me good enough is achieving things, is being successful. So that's what drives your behavior. Yeah, this definitely is something that it drives my behavior, the achieving things. And I already noticed this uh, some time ago so now I just need to read your book and to find out how to get rid of this belief well go to yes read my book for sure but go to because then you'll have it but go to eliminatebeliefs.com and eliminate a, a belief and let me know how it was Definitely, definitely I will do this and I also recommend our to our listeners to go uh, there uh, we are putting the link under the episode so that you can immediately go there and uh, check and eliminate your beliefs as well. and let, let me just give you a piece a little piece of coaching that will help you so self-esteem beliefs are formed in the first six to eight years of childhood now you don't have to remember your childhood from the first six years but when you do the program use your parents, if possible, and use your earliest memories. Now, if you were bullied, you know, at school, that that would absolutely have an impact. But try, especially with I'm not good enough. Um, you know, parents, for the most part, do not have parenting skills. So they say things like, you know, what's wrong with you? And why do you keep doing that? And how many times do I have to tell you? And they compare you. Well, your sister did it that way, or your cousin got better grades. You know, I was compared to my cousin growing up. 
um, with grades. Um, a lot of us, you know, have parents who love us. They're wonderful. My parents were the most wonderful people on the planet, but my father used to say, eh, you don't use your head. You just don't think, you know, if I dropped something or if I spilled something. So we ask ourselves, why can't I live up to my parents' expectations? Well, I guess I'm not good enough. And then it will take you through the rest of the process. Mm -hmm. Wow. Thank you so much, Shelley. Thank you. So it is so important, uh, such an important message that it is not only something that we think to ourselves that uh, we cannot do something, but it is. Uh, it comes from our childhood and from some things that people told us and from behaviors that we observed. So we really need to go to go back a little bit to start um, to 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 start working on our beliefs. So Shelley, if our listeners want to know more, want to reach out to you, where can they find you? Where can they contact you? Okay. So the first thing is eliminatebeliefs.com because that'll take you to natural confidence. Um, if you want to talk about working with me, that's Lefko, L-E-F as in Frank, K-O-E, institute.com, lefkoinstitute.com. And you can get information and um, reach out by the book, Hitting the Wall. Hitting the Wall. Yes, I will definitely do that. And uh, I hope our listeners will do this too. And definitely it was very inspiring and interesting conversation. Thank you so much, Shelley, for being an Ideas and Leaders. Thanks a lot. You're welcome. Thanks for having me. Thank you for listening to Ideas and Leaders podcast. Did you enjoy this episode? Let me know that you listened by tagging me in your LinkedIn profile and using a hashtag ideas and leaders. See you in the next episode.